What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. It's the heart of everything. It's the center of everything. If you value yourself, you will value your time, your work. And so you are going to attract clients that will value your work. And yeah, it was my biggest challenge because when I started, I, I had a lack of self-confidence and, yeah, and a lot of uh, lack of self-esteem. So I needed to work a lot of on, on these two particular points. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJaso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is a place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing Joanne Widart. Now, Joanne has won several awards. She's been published in multiple magazines and is a renowned educator in the photography industry. Joanne Widart is an uber-talented photographer from Belgium based in Luxembourg, and she's known for her elegant and modern woman portraits. Her style blends fine art and cinematic styles, creating a dynamic and stylized artistic image. Now she's a firm believer of breaking through fear to achieve and to create a vision that is all your own. And we unpack her process in this episode. So without further ado, here is Joanne. Welcome Joanne. Hi. So tell us who you are and what you are passionate about. Yes. So thank you for having me. First of all, my name is Joanne Widara and I live in Belgium. 
Uh, I've been a portrait photographer uh, for almost five years now. I've moved my studio from Belgium to Luxembourg two years ago. So it was a very big step from, for me because uh, now I have a bigger studio. I work in a bigger studio. And about my patients, uh, actually, I have a lot of patients. I would say that I am very passionate about uh, creativity and lighting. So mm. I love expanding my, my creativity and trying new lighting techniques on woman portraits. Love that. Now, I think a lot of photographers are actually afraid to break the rules when it comes to light. So can you share how your approach is to break the rules to create your art? Um, it's very simple, actually. I think I am like a child. Children don't afraid about failure. They don't know the concept about failure. Yeah, they work. No, they don't work, but they are all the time uh, outside of their comfort zone. And, uh, but when they fail, it's not a problem. They try and retry and retry. And that's what I do. Actually, I'm not focused on, on the, the result. I enjoy the process. Um, mm. and if I fail something, if I fail, if my images goes, I don't have the result I, I wanted. I think the most important is to not generalize the, the result. I think it's important to to know what was wrong, why. Maybe it was only, I don't know, the fabric. Maybe it was only the, the pose or the lighting. But it's important not to say, oh, I've met, messed up. No, it's just mm -hmm. maybe it's only one thing. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, because when we are actually adults are focused on goals, achievements, and yeah, they are afraid to, to, to fail, actually. And it's important as photographers to, to try to work outside of our comfort zone in order to be creative. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think it's so easy for photographers. I know I personally will get stuck in my own head and I get afraid to fail. So I yeah. think that is a wonderful reminder in looking at the lesson in it, but also... Just not being so hard on yourself. Yeah, that's right. And we are our we are our worst enemy. We are very we have to I, I we have to learn to be very kind about us and to be patient. It, it's very important because yeah, we are too demanding sometimes on our work and we put pressure on 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 our work and on the result and we don't take the time to enjoy the process just mm. simply enjoy the process yeah it's so true i get in my head sometimes a little bit too much i i want to plan all these i i love fine art children's portraits and i yeah. specifically love different heritage buildings basically images around the 1860s to 1910 wardrobe styling so uh -huh. I get in my head that I'm going to waste someone's time or I worry that I'm not going to be able to deliver the result. And so yeah. I just stop myself from even trying. And I think that's such a good reminder. I needed to hear that today. Just do it. <laughs> Make <Yeah>. some mistakes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's important because we create some, we make so many excuses to not to try different yeah. things and we, we put so many barriers 
uh, when we want to create something and we we make so many excuses because yeah I don't have this prop or I don't have this light or I don't have but for me the most important is to create with what we have mm. and it's the most important and then maybe later yes yeah, so, uh, we will have the opportunity to buy uh, one props one specific prop or one one dress or but it's important to to create with what what we have actually every month i organize a creative session uh with my makeup artist and with different models and uh, but my rule is not to buy new things i mm -hmm. create with what i have actually and yeah it, it's funny <laughs> I love that. I think it's so important that you build in your schedule a creative practice because I think it's so easy to get just caught up in your client work and just feel like that you're on this hamster wheel of like edit, shoot, repeat, email instead of um, expressing yourself as an artist. Can you share how you build that into your monthly schedule? Yes, I, actually, I, I agree with you because uh, with the clients, it's yeah, we install we install like a, a routine and sometimes for personally my clients ask a lot of uh, picture with soft light for instance mm -hmm. because they they see it in on social media they see a lot of uh, uh, pictures uh, with social medias uh, in social media and for me it's not my style i i love both i love art light and soft light but creating all the time the same kind of images it's i get bored <laughs> honestly yeah. i get bored yeah. and uh, that that is one of the reason i decided to organize a creative session every month for me uh, cr the, the creative session is like uh, a session for a client it's it's as important as a, a session for a client and so i create a mood board for my makeup artist i try new things uh, i create different setups sometimes it can be to discover i don't i don't know uh, for instance uh, work with the new fabrics for instance just or create uh, another uh, yeah another setup it will be uh, working with uh, i don't know uh, maybe a new lighting technique or a new pose or and I try to create different setup with something new. That's some, something that brings uh, something new. Sometimes it doesn't work, but it's, I don't care. It, I learn something. It's the most important. And I have, I create my portfolio like this, but I don't show a lot of picture in this moment, but maybe later uh, I will show more picture I create during my creative session. When I have my session with my clients, usually what I do in order to, to be more creative, I do my safe shots. So I create the, the picture they request. So for instance, with a soft light. And then after I show them my new portfolio <laughs> and I offer them to try new things and sometimes yeah very often then my clients are very open-minded and we try and sometimes it works sometimes they prefer their this kind of picture but yeah 
if we don't try, they, they don't know what I can offer. So yeah, that's so true. It's so important to to show yeah. to show your your passion projects, and I kind of I loved how you sort of reframed uh, your creative sessions. It's al- it almost reminds me of like you know how with self care we try to schedule in like a massage once a month or a pedicure, just something for ourselves. Yeah, it's like creative creativity self care that you add exactly. into your schedule. Absolutely. I love that. I love yeah. that. I think I think looking at it as um, yeah, creativity self-care is a different way of being like, oh, like, got to create something for me. It's my personal project. It's like, no, it's like creativity spa day. It's very important. <laughs> and actually, it gives me more self-confidence for when mm. when I uh, do my client session. Actually, with this creative session, I I gain more confidence, more self-confidence because... I know that I can do things more difficult and more creative and what they ask is very basic for me yeah. now. And it, yes, it's just a routine. And then after, yeah, I, I say, okay, let's, let's try new things. And usually they are very happy because it's something very personal, mm-hmm. uh, something very new for them. Sometimes some, yeah, some clients are a little bit, uh, <laughs> not very open, but yeah, <laughs> it depends. It depends, but it, they have nothing to lose actually. I love that. I, mean, I think it, it's so important just to to share it because you are creative because you are overcoming your fear of being creative. Yeah. So it, is it because you're uh, you kind of just let yourself play? The the way I approach creativity, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like playing. From for me, lighting it's uh, my toys, <laughs> actually, and it helps me to to overcome part of my fears. But I think that being creative, it it means to to overcome the fear to be different than other photographer and to be criticized because mm. usually when you are different when you show different things you are all the time criticized so you show your vulnerability when you are creative and it's mm. it requires a lot of self-confidence and self-esteem and this this is what i i am working i work on this uh right now right now yeah yeah, it's so it, important. It's yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's so funny. I think as humans, we really want to, you know, we're, we're hardwired to want to fit in and be part of the collective and the yeah. group. But as an artist, we want to be unique and stand out. So our brain gets a little confused because it's always just like, ah, I want to fit in, but I want to be a snowflake. Special. Yeah, that's right. true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we are afraid to be rejected by the by the others. Yeah. Uh, and but it's it's very important to to work outside of our comfort zone in order to be creative and in order to create our unique voice actually. And it's important. And I don't think yeah, there are a lot of photographers who should do this. More, enfin, yeah, to, to work. Uh, because actually, three years ago, I wanted to give give up photography because oh, wow. I got bored. Yeah, I, I got yeah. bored. Um, 
it was not possible for me to to see to to look at pictures in social media because for me it was all the time the same the same mood i don't say it was not well performed well created but it it was not new for me and that's why i decided to to learn lighting in depth and to put in place my creative session every month and to work on myself on my self confidence my self esteem more and more and yeah it's it's a very long process and uh, but i think that every photographer has something unique to to show but it's it's not the case but it takes time i i understand that a lot of photographer uh, first have to copy or to be in yeah copy or inspired by other photographer but one day you have to 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 work outside of your comfort zone and to say okay now i am ready and uh, to, to i am ready and i have my unique voice and i want to to create something very unique and i don't care about what people think about my my art it's it's me and uh, uh i wor- my my art worth yeah I think a lot of the time, too, we get so in our head that there's someone going to swoop in and say, oh, your work is awful. But that actually rarely happens. It's rare that someone actually is rooting for you to fail. And do you find that, too? So uh, the, the the fact that another person criticizes the, the work of another person? I, I'm yeah. not sure. I, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, but when a photographer criticizes another photographer, I think that's, yeah, it's a mirror. It means that something, it means that this person has a lack of confidence, I think, mm. because it's a mirror and it, it shows your 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 lack actually if you criticize yeah. someone and yeah so that's be, before i was i i cared uh, about what people thought about me but now yeah. i said to myself oh no it's not my business i don't care <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah there is a, there's a really good quote i can't even remember who said it it was um it's not my business what anyone else <laughs> thinks of me <laughs> <laughs> Now, can you share how you found your passion for women's portraits? How? It's a hard question because (laughs) (laughs) uh, actually, yeah, uh, it's not like pushing a button on off. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's a very slow and long process. I've started photography with uh, landscape and nightscape photography. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. And then I did a lot of self-conceptual self-portraits. And then f- around five years ago, some members of my family and some friends uh, expected their first babies. So they asked me to, to photograph them. And it's how I built my portfolio. So mm-hmm. I didn't calculate this. But now I realize that photographing women uh, helps me to empower myself. Actually, I... I would say that I empower myself by empowering other women. Mm. Yeah, it's like a mirror. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's so true. You feel better about yourself, the the better, the more you make others feel good about themselves, the yeah. better you feel about you. Yeah, it's Correctly. so true. Yeah. I love that. Now, what has, have you found has been your biggest inspiration for your photography? I don't have only one inspiration when I create images. Uh, actually, I have different levels, I would say. For instance, for when I create my images, uh, the first thing I think is the mood. So what is my intention? What I want to create? So, and for, for that level, for that first step, I am very passionate about, uh, music. Actually, mm. when I was a child, I wanted to become a, a pianist. Oh. And until my, until, so I started in, when I was five years old until 17. So all my childhood, I wanted to become a pianist. So it has a lot of influence on, on my inspiration, I think. Mm, I love that. And, but I re I know that colors also has the, have the, the same impact, uh, on me. So, for instance, I, I love hiking. I love the colors of nature. And I know that it's weird to say that, but when I watch, when I see colors in nature, it was like I felt music inside mm, of me. I cannot yeah. explain this, but it's like harmony, harmony of music in music and harmony of colors. It's very similar to me. Mm. So I am very inspired by music and colors. And then when I know what I want to create, the, the mood, I ask to myself, what kind of light do I have to use to create this mood? So for me, I don't photograph what I see. I photograph what I want to see. And lighting is a power, my, my tools to create mm. the mood I want to create. And for that, yeah, I am very inspired by uh, old-fashioned photographers. For mm. instance, I love the work of uh, Edward Station, uh, Albert Watson, uh, Irving Penn, and so on. And yeah, I am very inspired by all of these photographers. That's my biggest inspirations. <laughs> I love that. So, do you play music when you are when you're photographing? No. No, no. Uh, I don't know. When I want to find inspiration, I listen to music. Often, very often, a piano concerto. And a, mm. But when I re retouch my pictures, for instance, I watch movies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do sometimes too. Netflix. I love that. <laughs> I love that. When I was a little girl, my mom always played classical music. Oh. It was like a hooked on classics or like just lots of classical music. And what she would have me do was she would have me tell her the pictures I saw in my head when I, when I was listening to the music. And so she was helping me cultivate my creativity from a really young age. Uh -huh. um, so I would just lie on the floor and she'd, she'd have me tell a story on what the music made me feel or what I saw in my head. Isn't that oh. neat? Yeah, it was such a neat thing. And I, I completely forgot about that until recently. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I need to try that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> now, what are you currently artistically curious about? Um, I 
would like actually I would like to work with other creatives so to learn to work with uh, a bigger team mm. uh, so I work with uh, a makeup artist now it, yeah. it's very recent but uh, I would like to yeah to to work with a bigger team and to learn to share my vision with mm. them I've already uh, I already had a, a, a very a wonderful experience two years ago. I created uh, a fine art series in a castle. It was uh, like a big production. And yeah, <sighs> during two days, and we had the, the pressure of the time. And I had to, to share my vision. I, I loved it. I loved I it. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Do you know who is really excellent at that? Is her name is Jemmy or Jemmy Wood Benedict? Yes, she she's located. Oh my gosh, in the Netherlands. Is she a photographer? She's a photographer. She's this incredible fine art photographer, but she always Mm -hmm. um, works with these large teams. And so you should check her out because I'd actually signed up to go to a workshop of hers a couple years ago, but I couldn't make it because my flights were canceled. So I had to like, <laughs> just wasn't meant to be at that time, but I would suggest checking her out um, and just seeing how she works. So what challenges have you faced as a photography business owner, both personally and professionally that have helped you create the business and life that you're excited about? I think that my biggest challenge was to develop my self-esteem and my self-confidence. Mm. I think that. For me, self-esteem, so take care of yourself, love yourself is the heart of everything. It's the center of everything. If you value yourself, you will value your time, your work. And so you are going to attract clients that will value your work. And yeah, it was my biggest challenge because when I started, I, I had a lack of self-confidence and me, yeah, and a lot of uh, lack of self-esteem. So I needed to work a lot of on on these two particular points. And yeah, the the COVID actually, it's it's weird to say that, but COVID helps me to to work a lot on on myself and mm. on on my self-esteem, my, my self-confidence. It was a very challenging period uh, mm-hmm. in a financial point of view, but in a self-development point of view, I think it was the best period of my life because <gasps> I, I think I I am more stronger that, than before COVID. Yeah. And I feel, yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like that maybe even going through that we're we're all able to adapt to the chaos a little bit better than we yeah. once were too. <laughs> now, what advice would you give for a brand new photographer just getting started? Just what I did when I started. The first thing I did was to calculate my overhead costs. Actually, I I have a master's degree in finance. I was chartered accounting during 10 years. So I work for big companies and different sides of companies. So it helps me a lot for that particular things, but it's very, very important to know your overhead costs because when you start, when you want to set your price, when you are a beginner, you have at least to cover your overhead costs. And 
it's very scary because all my students, 100% of my students, when they come for a workshop, we do this exercise and they actually they realize that they pay their client yeah. <laughs> because they're, yeah, it, it's, it's very scary. So I think it's the first advice I, I, I know it's not very fancy, but it's very <laughs> important when you are in business to know your overhead cost and your future cost. Yeah. Because maybe the first years you are not going to pay salaries, uh, wage, wage, wages or salary. Yeah. And, but after, uh, for instance, I knew that I wanted to create my, my company in Luxembourg and I wanted to rent a studio and in the beginning, I already think about thought, thought about that, and I wanted to attract clients that value my work. So, mm. yeah, it's it's very important. Uh, the next thing would be not overspending uh, in props. I know that when mm -hmm. we are <laughs> when we start <laughs> uh, photography, yeah, we are not self confident, and when we think that uh, buying this uh, beautiful dress. Uh, will be the, the best solution. But I will say that it's a short-term strategy. Mm -hmm. It's a, you pay, yeah, it's a very short-term strategy and it's, it's very, you, you, lo you lose a lot of money like this. Yeah. Instead, I would say, uh, invest in yourself, in your knowledge, in the knowledge of lighting, for instance, because you can buy one dress and I can create several moods, several setups with only one dress. Yeah. So it's a very long time strategy. I love that. And I would say work on your self-confidence. So self-confidence is skills, develop your skills, so your knowledge. Mm. And work on your self-esteem. It's very important to listen your inner voice because, yeah, Two years ago, I I was not aware about my inner voice. I criticized myself all the time, and I didn't. I, I was not aware about that. And now I change the way mm. I I talk to myself. So I learned. To, I've learned to be kind with me, <laughs> to be mm. more patient. Yeah, I love um, that. That's beautiful advice. I love that. So I have to ask, what is your next? creative project that you're working on just for you i have uh, my my next creative project will be in the end of june <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's every month so I it's it. i prefer to create sometimes uh before the covid i created very big project fine art mm -hmm. series so mm -hmm. uh, every year, once a year. And for instance, so two years ago, I created this big project, this uh, fine art series, and I sh I did a, a, an exhibition in Barcelona, in an art gallery. Wow. Uh, with this, uh, yeah, because I, I won a, a competition with this fine art series. So I went to Barcelona last year. It was last year, actually, in March, just before the COVID. And so every month, every year, I do a big project. I maybe it will be next year, but I prefer right now to create, a, yeah, to organize little projects. So I don't create my mood board right now, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will show 
maybe one or two pictures if I, I am happy with it. Uh, I will see. But I love well, that. As I said, uh, it's it's not a big deal if uh, uh, if I messed up, but I learned something. No, yeah. no, nope. nope. it's just playtime. I love it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Joanne. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my friends, I loved this conversation with Joanne, and I loved how we talked about sometimes the biggest meanie is the little voice that's inside your head. No one's actually out there rooting for you to fail. And truly, if they are, why do you even care about what they think? I'm sending you so much of my light and love today and every day. We'll see you next time. Ever wonder how some people seem to effortlessly connect with their clients? Well, my guess is they are using their unique superpowers to their advantage. When you allow more of you to shine through, good things happen. Discover your special superpower at themilkyway.ca slash quiz.